Hello and a very warm welcome to the Lipsticks podcast, where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell, and the ever so wonderful Jess Peace. What are we? What are we? That's a weird way of introducing us. <laughs> we are the Lipsticks podcast. So we are hopefully your go-to podcast for good, honest, gay chat. So each week we will be discussing uh, topics that are sort of trending in the LGBTQ plus community. We'll be talking about our own experiences. We just sort of like be chatting. It, we, we're just two queer friends. I think that's the right way of describing us both. We're just two queer friends having a good old chat about lgbtq plus matters and we hope you enjoy and yeah it's just it's just a bit of fun hello jess hey sarah how are you i am feeling a little bit sicky oh <laughs> right <laughs> i mean so it was my it is my nephew's first birthday on tuesday um so i um yeah so i live with my sister brother-in-law and nephew um so we did like obviously in the uk we are in um lockdown at the moment um so we decided to still still do like a party so we had the grandparents on zoom um which is always good fun uh trying to negotiate that um but yeah but um i just feel a bit because we had so my brother-in-law and sister made a awesome beautiful cake um but it was very very sweet and you know when you can instantly feel like a coating of sugar on your on your teeth (laughs) see i love i love a good piece of birthday cake but i really don't like icing so Mm -hmm. even though like traditionally i prefer like the the bog standard like vanilla sponge or something um i will always opt for chocolate just because i don't like the icing I'm the I'm the same actually. Like obviously, um, this icing. My sister and um, brother-in-law went to town, so it was a. I showed you a picture, didn't I? Yeah. It was like an animal theme. So there was a giraffe, an elephant, a crocodile, and it took them. They were making this cake for ages yesterday, and Finnon, bless him, as soon as the cake was in front of him the poor giraffe got decapitated the <laughs> elephant its ears got pulled off and I'm just thinking oh I felt for my for them for like because spending all that time and feeling just there decapitating and like demolishing <laughs> I mean fair play to him I can confirm the cake was beautiful to be fair um so at least you got a nice a nice picture of it but I, yes. I think he does right he went straight for what he wanted. <laughs> he did, he did. How are you doing, Jess? I'm doing all right. I have a little chuckle to myself when you were saying that we're in lockdown for the moment because it feels like it feels like it's all I've ever known. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been, uh... been going on for quite some time. Um, and, I mean, I live alone, but my neighbours are really, really sweet. So my landlady's like 90, I think, something like that. But she she likes to get out and about. So I've been passing her on my daily walks um, and she sort of like stops and says hi. And her daughter is my like next door neighbour. 
um, and she sort of pops around and says hello, like at the doorstep and stuff. But I've also got a new friend. Um, there seems to be a cat wandering around on the farm. Yeah. It just—I was on—I was on a call with work the other day, and I looked up and there was just this big fluffy face in the kitchen window, and I was like, "Where have you come from?" I was like, "So besotted by this cat. It's gorgeous." Um, and I've just seen it actually about twenty minutes before. Um, or doing this, it was just roaming around the yard. I thought it was pretty do, cute. Does it have Does it have a name, or do you not know the name, or have you given it a name? I don't know the name. I don't know where the cat's come from, but it is gorgeous. Um, but that's that's the level of lockdown I'm at. <laughs> I'm getting excited <laughs> about random cats just showing up in the window. Uh, see, I am hoping. So now we're in 2021. Let's. I mean, I don't want to jinx us and we don't know what's going to happen, but let's hope that there is some normality in this year. I don't know how long it's going to take, but, you know, let's just get rolling out those vaccines. <laughs> get it sorted. <laughs> get rolling them out. Um, but yes. So um, this week, do you want to introduce the topic? Oh, yeah. OK. So this week we decided to talk about a show-stopping <laughs> topic of um, compulsory heterosexuality, so compet for short. Um, and can we just uh, address something here that um, I didn't realise compet was compet because it um, stood for that, so I am going to put my hands up for that. But this podcast is a learning experience for us all. It is indeed. I mean, to be fair, I remember when I first realised that passport it's literally passport. Oh my gosh, man. I've never <laughs> known that either. <laughs> Honestly, I felt so stupid when I realised. I was like, oh my God, yeah, it makes so much sense. Anyway, oh. I think, like you said, it's a learning podcast. And it um, is. yes, so we're here to educate the best that we can ourselves as well as everybody else. <laughs> So, compet then. So, my understanding of compet, and um, do chip in if, um, yeah, if you want to add anything, but compet is where, as a society, everyone is assumed straight, and we assume that being, so being straight, so fans, um, so being attracted or wanting to be with the opposite sex, that is the norm and I'm putting like I've got my little um quotation air marks going on but that's that's normal as a society I hope my sarcasm is coming out here um and yeah and everyone is straight until otherwise basically um would you add anything to that I think that's a pretty fair and um oh what's the word what's that word now comprehensive there we go. Comprehensive, comprehensive <laughs> explanation of compet, guys. You know, boom. Um, so yeah, and I mean, so this idea, I think I came up with this idea because I was strolling, strolling, virtually strolling. <laughs> well, I, meant to, today. <laughs> I meant, I meant to say scrolling. Obviously, in my head, I'm like, you know, in the Insta feed, strolling along. No, uh, I was scrolling and this lady uh, posted a video of her and her son. And it was like, straight away, she was like, my son is gay. Um, and the, uh, her son is a baby. 
so obviously very 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 young and uh, she goes on to say that like yes so she rang her dad and was like oh your uh, your your grandson is gay he is gay um and the the dad the granddad was like oh you can't, he's a bit he's a baby um, they're a baby you can't you can't say that you can't just assume or like label someone as gay and in her video she was like that that's what we do as a society like we label babies as straight so like when um you meet a baby for the first time and he and it's a boy and he's handsome it's like oh he's going to be breaking some girl's hearts one day mm-hmm. or swap that on the other side you have a really adorable cute baby girl and it's like, oh like it's same but with like oh one day they're going to be breaking some uh, boys hearts one day and it was like and in that moment I realized I was like oh shit yeah like as a society we're really like yes you can't label but you I just it just got my mind thinking and going into a bit of vote like this lady makes a very very good point I mean, yeah, this topic is, I mean, I, I haven't heard that story. So when I was listening, I was literally like, I was reacting in real time. So at first I was like, what the, what the F is this lady on about? Like this baby is a baby. Um, you shouldn't be thinking about the baby's fucking sexuality because it's a baby. Like, you know what I mean? But then obviously when you explained it, I kind of yeah I get where she's coming from so yeah she was making it so she wasn't saying that her baby she was making a point yeah do you know what I mean like yeah absolutely I mean I don't know if this is just me being a little bit um like devil's advocate but I don't think you should be sort of commenting on things like that with a child anyway I think like you can say that it's obviously like that thing of it's a really nice thing to hear that you have a cute kid everybody thinks that their own kid is cute like you think the sun shines out of your baby's ass because that's what you do as a parent you love your child unconditionally but I don't think it's anybody else's place to kind of come in and say things like they're going to break hearts and things like you can just say the kid is cute yeah, you have to bring the other thing into it. I don't think. Well, I think so. Obviously, um, this was just like the talk, like where we got this idea from. But yeah. sort of, if we sort of bring compet into, um, so like our experiences of it, or so the way that I think about it is, I think this, um, there's no. Would you say? Does it make sense if I say the notion of compet? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I think it is damaging in later life because so how many times have you had these experiences where you've met someone for the first time and they're like, oh, have you got a boyfriend? Um, <laughs> or you, um, yeah, or when you tell someone for the first time that you have a girlfriend or you're, um, you're a lesbian or you're gay or whatever um, sexuality is they're surprised and they're the classic oh you don't look gay or you don't look like a lesbian yeah um so and I've had that experience so many times and I do think this idea of um like assuming people are gay and that's the norm and I'm getting my air quotes out again um it is so damaging and I think that has a big role because being straight and for me when I was growing up it was the norm that one day I would marry a man and I'd have, 
kids with a man. And do you know what I mean? Like that was the norm. That was as a society and everything that I was reading, the books that I was reading, what I was watching on TV, storylines, fairy tales, everything was geared around compare and I do generally feel that that might be one of the reasons why I mean I am a bit naive and I am a bit late to stuff anyway anyway um like probably one of the last people in the class to get boobs uh, and stuff like that so I've always been like a bit of a late um bloomer or like late to realize and stuff but I think that this did have a big role to play in me not realizing who I was do you know what I mean I do yeah I think like it's such an interesting topic because I think the amount of people that you meet sort of every single day or the people that you speak to whenever you first meet someone like you know you ask their name you might ask where they're from their age what they do for work it's not really something that you come out and you say you know how do you how do you identify who do you fall in love with like Mm. who you're sleeping with because it's a very personal thing but obviously when you sort of meet someone that there's there seems to be this kind of preconceived idea that unless that person tells you that they are gay then they are straight so it's yeah. a bit of a weird one because obviously you wouldn't just assume you shouldn't just assume anyway that somebody is any variation of sexuality um just mm. as you shouldn't assume that somebody who might traditionally look like a female identifies as a female um but it's such a weird thing when you've actually had that experience of it because like you said I've had quite a few times that um (laughs) you know you don't look gay or oh what a waste or when I can hate that one (laughs) when um I sort of said you know like when I first started dating girls um and it was getting a bit more serious a lot of people around me were sort of like you have always been so open about wanting children so what's your plan with that my answer is literally like still planning fucking having kids (laughs) can I can I can I just add a sort of like um a point like it's a bit different like it's coming away from subject just quickly but like I hate the whole like no matter if you're in a same-sex relationship or you're in a heterosexual or like you're both different um yeah a heterosexual uh, relationship you should never ask people like oh when are you having kids or are you going to have kids one day like you don't know what that couple is going through it is so hot and yeah like I think this is a bit of a side point and I'm going and we will bring it back but those sort of questions just don't ask like yeah you don't know what like people saying. might not want them like which is fairly very valid and that's fair Mm -hmm. they might have complications maybe they're trying but they've got do you know what I mean it's just such a dangerous like and I know that the people who are asking there is no maliciousness behind it it is literally it's just one of those things that like you ask like if you've been together with your partner for a while it's like oh you're gonna have kids or you thought and it's just like don't why is that a thing to ask like can we stop that <laughs> it's a th- it's a thing to ask because it's what society tells us that we should do when we start oh, getting yeah. someone it's the same thing as getting married like we're we're sort of oh this it makes me so angry we're pushed into this cycle of you go to school you do well to go to college to do well to go to uni to get a good job that pays well so that you can buy a house you can have children you can get married not everybody mm-hmm. wants that and it is perfectly fine to want different things and it is perfectly fine to do things at different ages so obviously one like one thing that I got was so I first started dating women when I was 24 Jesus Christ was it 24 I think it was 24 um and 
obviously I'm now 27 and I'm still dating women and I think people were sort of like oh you've not got long to kind of decide that you like men again do you know what I mean it's that kind of idea that if you know if you want if you want a family that you're gonna have to still settle down with the mat like can we just it's 2021 can we get rid of that idea yeah (laughs) yeah definitely definitely I think we mentioned it in one of the very first episodes this idea that everything that so probably more as we were growing up and obviously generations that came before us it's probably getting a lot um a lot more um discussed and debated and more um frequently shown to people probably younger than us but before that sort of everything in movies was boy meets girl man meets woman you know husband and wife and you know all the fairy tales are prince and princess and it's very kind of it's that traditional outlook that people have been sort of been spoon feeding to people for years and years and years and then obviously like in sort of the last I don't know I don't know how many years it must have been but obviously more up to date where we're getting more storylines of of gay love stories and people throughout history are getting these um like documentaries and things made about them which shows that they were queer and that they've had very successful lives and careers and things still magically and being mm. queer um I think it's something that's becoming a lot more normalized now but it is still it is still a thing like you I speak to sort of my friends as kids and it's very much like oh they fancy this boy or they fancy that girl and it's it's very kind of so-and-so's got a boyfriend but obviously around that age you're probably not thinking about um not really thinking about it too much if that makes sense Mm. so I think it's something that we should obviously normalize a lot more we've we've come a long way but we've still got a way to go but there's also that thing of like taking it back to the idea of the conversation with babies and things I think if you sort of start showing them all variations of love from an early age, it should become more normal. Yeah, definitely. And I, I just think as a society, as the society, this idea of what is normal is really damaging mm-hmm. because just that there shouldn't there shouldn't be a normal. Do you know what I mean? Like. I think, and it comes, it's not just about um, whether you're like straight or, or gay or whatever. Like, I think, I think there's, it, it sort of leaks into every part of our lives and stuff. Like, if you don't want to be married one day, that's absolutely fine. If you don't want to buy a house one day, that is absolutely fine. If you don't want to be striving for this amazing career, because you want to focus on other things, that's absolutely fine. And I just, I just think, I don't know where this normal comes from, but it is instilled in us a lot. And I just think it's very damaging on so many levels because if, because then people are comparing themselves and they're like, well, I'm not normal then. And that's, that is damaging because that's when you can start to feel like that you're, you're weird or do you know what I mean? And it's just, it's so upsetting because like the whole point is that, as humans we're all different we all want different things and I just I just hope that we can get away from this like what is what is normal like not just with like sexuality but across the board yeah I've got a few things to say on there guys it's such an interesting topic um and so please stop me from rambling but one thing I was thinking of is that like this is why representation is so important because I think sort of if you look back at like maybe like the 1950s people saw 
like movies and you know plays and music and things like that as a form of escapism and I think in today's world we're looking for people that represent us that we can identify with that we see ourselves in it's a lot more realistic now like it's not so much you know I want to look like Marilyn Monroe and I want to you know be the apple of somebody's eye kind of thing it's a we want more gay stories we want to see more people of color we want to see people from all different like walks of life with different religions and different thoughts and different ideologies and things like that we want to see people that reflect people in society like all different Mm. people and I think the more that we're shown something throughout history it's always been the more that we see something the more we accept it and the more we aspire to be like that and I think in some conversations so I think maybe when I was first started studying media I must have been around 14 15 and there was this whole idea of what models look like and what their body image is like and pairing that with somebody who was air quotes considered to be plus size and how that was again air quotes damaging to show young females that 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 was something to aspire to but actually what it did was it showed a lot of bodies that we see day-to-day in our lives people that are real people that are tangible because people look like that and it's not so much as you know you show somebody that and they're like yeah I want to be air quotes plus size but it might be I can see myself in this person like I resonate with this person this person looks more like me than this other person and it's 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 important when you you sit down like with the like whole body thing um with the media they do like with all the photoshopping and all the changes that they do it does it doesn't really and I think we're getting a bit better but we do need to show more real and raw and normal people and it's like everyone who sits down is going to get a role because that is normal that is your body (laughs) you have a stomach at the end of the day it's going to produce a role when you sit down like yeah, I think it's just there are so many different variations of things. Like there are, there will be so many people who are, you know, whether it's in love with somebody that's the same sex, or whether it's the, you know, they look more like this person or that person, or they have more in, like in in common with this person or that person. It doesn't matter. I think what matters is that there is somebody out there that is representing you and your sort of walking life and letting you know that whatever it is that you sort of feel about yourself is all right. Like it's yeah. perfectly all right. And there are people like you. I think one thing that I sort of remember, um, because I think I mentioned before, like I was sort of questioning very early on, kind of put it to the back of my mind. Honestly, yeah, probably because of compet. Um, and <laughs> it sounds so bad to say that, but it was sort of drilled into me, you know, you want kids, this is going to be how, you know, whatever. Um, and also, like I said before, like at my school, there weren't any females that were out at school. Um, I didn't know very many lesbians until sort of uni, really. But I remember somebody that I once dated, um, who I obviously won't name, once said to me that they thought that there was a point in their life before they started dating anybody and they thought that they might be weird because they didn't fancy any females and I thought like one obviously I've dated this person so I can confirm that that person does like females um but I remember thinking why is that weird like even if I'm the person that you come out to and I am a female why would that be weird? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's and and it's only it's not weird. The only reason why people think it's weird is because of compat. Exactly. Oh, but yes. So yeah. Um, I feel like we've covered a lot in that. We have. It's a topic that you could go on and on about. But basically, it, what we're saying is: be nice, be representative, love whoever you want. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, right, so I have this week's news story. Ooh, go on. Uh, so it's BBC article and the title is South Oxfordshire Council Votes for Gender Neutral Toilets. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically a local authority will ensure all its buildings have a gender neutral toilet in a bid to help transgender people. Now, Ugh, this made me smile when I read this. Like, <laughs> all toilets should be gender neutral. And it, and this sort of um, links to the whole compet talk that we're, we're having. Um, because because there is a, a, a norm in society, it's always like we just have male and female toilets. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's people don't see a need for um, gender neutral, but there is such a need, such a need. And... I don't know. Like, have you? Have you? Has anyone ever come to you with reasons why they don't like the idea of gender neutral toilets? Um, unfortunately, yes, I have had this discussion before, um, and ugh, to be, it's hard to kind of put into words. So, one thing I do want to say is I can actually remember when my, <laughs> my um, university rolled out. Um, they had like the little, I mean, it's, it's very bad still that it's like a stick man and a stick woman, but they were next to each other on both of the toilet doors and they became neutral toilets. Mm. So I'm very proud of that. That was quite good. This is some years ago now I'm getting on a bit, but that, that <laughs> was something that I was quite proud of. Um, so yes, unfortunately, um, I know a couple of people who sadly are against it. And the reason that it seems to be is more so if it was, so let me try and get this terminology right. So if it was somebody who was um, previously male and now is a trans woman um, using a female toilet, but still having, you know, like a penis or male parts or whatever, um, that women said that they would feel unsafe in that situation. That's so sad. All levels of sad. Why? Why are people feeling unsafe? Like, I don't know. Like, I I just don't see. But reverse that situation. Imagine being somebody who was born as a male, who for all purposes feels like they, they identify with being a female and you're dressed as a female and you look female and... um whether or not you have a penis or not having to then use toilets that were addressed to men when everything Mm -hmm. you in your mind and body says that you're a woman and there are some really shitty people out there like and it's not men are weird sometimes yeah and i mean the first like it's not just so i've seen um like Obviously, I get a bit, uh, when I'm on Instagram, I end up scrolling through a lot of uh, lesbian TikToks. <laughs> Shout out to lesbian TikToks. And there's quite a few, um, like, mas- um, masculine masculine females or non-binary females or um, 
or people that don't look how a female should look or the nought. Do you know what I mean? And like they've had comments that like, and they talk about it on their TikToks and they, and they have caught, yeah, they've commented that when they go into the loo, they get funny looks like this is the female toilet, don't you know? And it's just, I I just think having non-specific gendered toilets would just sort all of this out and we don't really need it and I feel that like like people obviously people who are feeling unsafe is it because they've had a bad experience or do you know what I mean like but I just feel that like dickheads have made that 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 situation like no one no one should feel unsafe yeah going into a toilet that is ridiculous like, that just seems ridiculous but unfortunately I understand that some people probably have had bad experiences and losing stuff but that's that's not to do with the it's nothing to do with trans that's just to do with no that's to do with dickhead people who have been dickheads and it's just it's just so sad and I don't know like I, I, I know that know. like with this article the self Oxfordshire Council they've probably had some backlash haven't they like oh this isn't this isn't the done thing this isn't right and it and it again it's like it's because of this whole what is normal thing again I ugh, I don't know I think yeah I think you've touched on a good uh, on a really good point there that, that the issue in people feeling unsafe um and unfortunately I know a lot of people that have had um instances like that and you know it is, it's something that's close to my heart too and I understand that it, it's not it's not fair for people to feel unsafe, but that has absolutely fuck all to do with people being trans or identifying as a different gender than what they were born as or sex or whatever. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's got it's got nothing to do with that. And I think for people to feel safe, <laughs> it says a lot about the kind of enforcement that's brought on people that do dickhead things like that. Yeah, exactly. But yes, but, here for the gender neutral toilets. If but well done, well done more excited. I was just going to say well done for South Oxfordshire Council for making like all their premises have gender neutral toilets. Yeah also I mean I don't know if this is I wanted to say this and I wasn't sure if it was wrong to say or not but I'm just going to come out with it and hopefully it'll be like a a, a, just a thing that's been said. (laughs) Whenever you whenever you see a disabled toilet there's no gender on it. Oh yeah good point like at most it might be like you see the little baby thing and you know it's a baby changing toilet as well as a gender neutral like as a sorry as a disabled toilet and it's like if somebody's using a toilet who isn't like obviously disabled you wouldn't be like you're not disabled because there are so many different forms of that and whatever makes you feel comfortable to use that toilet is fine so I think why should it be any different with gender neutral toilets People should just stop being so judgy, shouldn't they? Everybody needs to wee. Everybody needs to poo. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't right <laughs> uh, no, obviously I do. Uh, but anyway, um, I just, I just think so many people. Like, I think one of the main issues here is just people being judgy and people being involved in people's li- lives when they sh- they shouldn't be. Like, it's not. 
it's not up to you whether you think someone should or shouldn't shouldn't use a toilet as long as they're not being disrespectful or doing it if they're just coming in doing their business just fucking let them do it mm. why the fuck are people getting so involved in stuff that doesn't really affect them i just ah i could tell people. you about it because you said fuck you never i did i swore and i hardly ever swore swear but I, you know legal. people just need to like Get their noses out, don't they? Yeah, but but I do I do want to sort of just emphasise that if anybody does feel unsafe, like make the toilets gender neutral so that anybody can feel comfortable going to the toilet, but obviously make things safe. That's the thing. Like no nobody really should, and I'm sure they don't in their hearts. I'm sure that they don't have an issue with somebody using a fucking toilet. It's more everybody wants to feel safe. And that's the whole point. If you're thinking, I won't feel safe if a man uses the same toilet as me, whether or not they are trans, like if it's just a bloody man, like if you're saying that you wouldn't feel safe in that sense, imagine being somebody who is trans having to use that toilet with the people that you're saying you're unsafe around. Amen, sister. (laughs) Oh, I like that we got man and sister in there. Go on. Amen. Right, uh, let's do some fun stuff. Let's right. do fun stuff. Uh, you've got this week's Gay Made Up Word of the Week. I have. I don't know what that at a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming on a weird sugar high, aren't I? You, I'm coming down. Did you ever watch... Um, Oh, what was it? Harry Hill's TV Burp? Yes. I don't know why I watched it, but I did. And he had a jingle which was like, TV highlight of the week. And I always think of that when I think of the game made up words. <laughs> well, I feel that we need to be careful because we don't want to get into any, like, copyright issues yeah, this here. Is we start, like... I'll, I'll think of something that radiates <laughs> from that. But anyway, yes. So, game made up word of the week. We hear it all the time, especially if you are into lesbian TikToks. It's on there all the time. Um, it's U-Haul. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Do you want me to explain what that means? Yes. I'm at my edge of my seat. <laughs> so a U-Haul is, it refers to two queer women who become emotionally invested in a relationship quite early on. And usually that's kind of um, said in relation to things like moving in together or getting engaged or making it official really early on. Um, so yes, that's the that's the one. I think that's the definition. That's what I know it to be as anyway. Well, yeah, so there's the U-Haul lesbian, but I do think, like, you could possibly use, well, obviously you can, like, you can use U-Haul for um, anyone. So I would say that um, my parents were U-Haulers because apparently they moved in after six weeks. Six weeks? I mean, that's giving lesbian U-Hauls a bit of a run for them, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) These lesbians just aren't moving quick enough. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's weird. I thought it was cute. It's one that I always see. It's always on the lesbian TikToks. Um, when it's like when your girl is a U-Haul. Yeah. Or it's like um, so the the joke is like lesbian on a second date and they're moving in, aren't they? (laughs) U-Haul boxes. I remember it. I remember when this is quite funny actually. So when I came out to my mum, um, I didn't actually really come out to her because my mum's. 
my mum's like cool as fuck and she's dated women before and uh, she won't mind me saying that and she's been very like throughout me growing up generally she's always been very sort of um what do you call it like free spirited and very like you know sex is about enjoyment as well as like baby making and things like that she was very like the birds and the bees talk was not just birds and bees it was every variation of that that you could think of <laughs> and I remember, I remember saying to my mom I was like oh my god mom like I'm talking to I'm talking to someone and I'm just like I'm crazy about this person um at the time I was and uh, she was like right okay so tell me about them I was like it's a girl and she was like right I'm just gonna tell you they move very fast compared to men. <laughs> <laughs> and we moved in after like three months. So yeah, she, she wasn't wrong. <laughs> Flipping out. Flipping out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who, who are we shining our gay spotlight on? So yes, in this segment... Uh, we like to shine a light on a person, company, brand, organisation that are doing good stuff for the LGBTQ plus community. So who have we got, Jess? I loved that. That was a very nice intro to that section. So this week, I've gone for um, another podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Another podcast, no less, hosted by two queer women. Dun, dun, dun. And it's called Her Dark Materials. And it's. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was recommended to me by my absolute favourite gay in the world. Um, he's called Zach, and I love him to bits. And one of his friends is one of the hosts of this podcast. And it's a bi-weekly podcast um, brought by two queer women. And basically, they talk through the novels. Um, his dark materials it's also a, a tv show as well and they go through chapter by chapter it's spoiler free and their chemistry is just really nice and they've managed to interview quite a few people that have actually worked on the show um, and it's just kind of nice listening to another podcast that's probably um started in a very similar way to ours um hosted by two queer women who are northern as well which i love um and they're just talking about books and shows and things and it's it's just very wholesome it's very nice so I thought we would shine our spotlight on them this week because we love to see it what's that uh song shine a light on I was thinking that earlier I was going to sing it but then I didn't want to sing it (laughs) we love it we love it so check that podcast out and obviously we will link we we link to everything don't we, we in do. our show notes backlink central <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um right so it's nearly ready for my dinner jess <laughs> you're not you're not saying goodbye to the show you're just like it's nearly time to stuff my face <laughs> it's, it's sunday so it's roast day Woo. i honestly genuinely think you have your roast so late on on a sunday it baffled oh. me. Oh, well, I suppose traditionally you have it like, what, afternoon time? I would probably have it around like three-ish. Like well, anytime between sort of three and six to me is is a decent time. Only on a Sunday, like I wouldn't have my tea at three o'clock on a weekday. Obviously, I don't finish work till six. Um, but I just, I just find it so late. Like what do you do, what do you eat between when you wake up till now? I have my three meals a day, Jess. I have my breakfast, lunch, then dinner. Oh. I do know what you mean, though. Like, so if 
Like, so when I wasn't um, living with, yeah, so in the past, I have had my Sunday roast at like two, three o'clock. Um, but I, it's just uh, something that we've got into, I suppose. Um, and I mean, it might be different, like, because I've only ever lived with my sister during COVID times. So I don't know. Like, I suppose, I don't know. I mean, when I lived in Spain for a bit, um, they are very different times so I'd be I'd be there like getting hungry at about like 11 o'clock because <laughs> I'd already like woken up and had my breakfast and then to me tea time is really like sort of like maybe five six ish um and no they have their tea a lot later hmm. how long did you live in Spain for um only a couple of months I was supposed to live there a lot longer but relationships and other things Missed, missed Yorkshire, didn't I? So I came back. Uh, I mean, comparing Yorkshire to Spain, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trees. Everything goes on the countryside. Uh, she's a true northerner, people. I am a true northerner. What's the saying? You can take the girl out of... You take the girl you can out take... of Yorkshire, but you can't take the Yorkshire out of the girl. Yeah. And it doesn't, have just rude, be... actually. it doesn't have just to be girl either. You yeah. can take the person yeah. out of... Yeah. You, 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 know, you can take the person out of what? I'm the same saying. <laughs> Don't make this weird, Jess. Come on now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. So, um, like, we're gonna have to say goodbye, aren't we? We've been rambling. We've been ranting and rambling for a good forty minutes. Maybe so much. Just ruining the podcast for that. Ranting and rambling. Ranting and rambling. But then. People have said, like, with the lipsticks, they like our logo and we sound like a cool rock band. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Who said that? I can't remember. Oh, that, was a big, that was a big compliment. That's nice. Yeah. And, I mean, how... how? Uh, well, I mean, I'm not very rock... I don't... I, I, I wouldn't class myself as very, like, the cool rock star-esque person. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can aspire, can't we? I mean, don't quote me on this. I'm... I'm I'm not cold, but I'm I'm into rock. So. You're so gorgeous. <laughs> I'll take one for the two. <laughs> you be the cool one. I'll just be. I don't know. I, I think don't... you're cool. I think that's saying a lot about me. To be fair, <laughs> I feel like if anyone heard us right now, they'd probably say you're both not. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you're both really not cool. Well, I heard once that if you ever describe yourself as cool, then you're not cool. It's like the classic oh, thing, like. When you when you're like, oh, I'm so laid back. Like, are you there because you're saying that you're laid back? You know what I mean? That classic thing of if you say you are, you're probably not. So I'm oh like, yes, maybe. So we need to stop saying. So if we stop saying we're cool, maybe we will become cool. Yeah, but then also, yeah. it's does it work as in like double never, like if you were to sort of say I'm not an arsehole? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We'll leave that out for debate. Anyway, if you want to tell them how they can get in touch with us. Yes. So um, if you want to say hello, if you want to suggest a topic, if you want to ask us a question, and uh, you can let us know if you want us to say who you are, if you want to say nominominominous, um, <laughs> or you've got a game-made-up word that you want us to share um, or someone to shine a spotlight on, then there's multiple different ways that you can do that. Firstly, you can email us. <laughs> this is so radio ad, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, so our email is thelipstickspodcast at gmail.com. Is it podcast? 
I'm looking, I right <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, Jess. I'm such a professional. Awesome. I'm glad you can remember. <laughs> Alternatively, we are on social media. So we're on the gram and we're on the tweets. So our Instagram, if you search the Lipsticks podcast, we will definitely come up so you can follow us and you can drop us a message there. Um, I'll hand you over to our person who looks after our Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) So on Twitter, we are at Lipsticks pod. I'm not as good at Twitter as, as Sarah is at Instagram, but I'm trying. And, you know, if you want to sort of just come and say hi please do if you know someone we should follow let us know um yeah let us know what's going on also i just want to like it's got absolutely nothing to do with the podcast but when you said we're over on the tweets i was thinking about um the word twote so i wondered this before like we always say tweeted um and dion warwick who honestly she's my middle name namesake and is hilarious on twitter and um she's sort of like air quotes registered twote and I just think it's funny. It's got nothing to do with anything, but I was thinking it. So there you are. I've shared it out in the world now. And that is how Chess's brain works, everyone. <laughs> you know this. Yes. Right. Let's say goodbye and, you know, see you next Tuesday. Oh, God. I'm going to make this a thing, Jess. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh,